Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John, and today is Wednesday, the 7th of July. And today I'm going to answer a question from a listener who wonders what in the world has happened to our libraries. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. By now, you've heard that I'm running for Congress to replace Jamie Herrera Butler, representing Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a business owner. I'm an author and a speaker. And I've lived in this district for a very long time. And I am asking you for the honor to represent you in the House of Representatives. We've got some huge deadlines coming up for fundraising. We need to take this country back. We were once the party of ideas, you guys, but we have devolved into a cult of personality and we have lost our way. I want to bring common sense back to the floor of the House of Representatives. Now is the time for a new generation of conservative leaders to stand up, and I am here to stand in the gap for Washington State. For more information, go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You can sign up to volunteer, get on our prayer team, and support this run financially. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John for Congress. So thanks for tuning in today. A couple things I want to get going with you before I jump into the topic of the American Library Association, and that is this. I will be at Calvary Chapel Chattanooga. I'm flying in on Friday. I will be there Saturday and Sunday. So please come out and see me. We're doing something we like to call Courage is Contagious. You guys are going to love it. So if you're anywhere in the uh, Chattanooga area, you guys know my love for Calvary Chapel Chattanooga and Chattanooga in general. So come on out and see me this weekend. For more information, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. That really is the last of my big flying events for the season. And I wanted to take a minute and just tell you guys, thank you so much for just your support and encouragement. While we've been out on the road, my family and I greatly appreciate it. We feel your prayers and are very, very grateful for them. So thank you guys so much for that. Also tomorrow coming up, Liza Grieve is going to be on the show. She's got her master's degree in counseling with an emphasis on Christian counseling from Oral Roberts University and has worked as a mental health counselor. And she's going to be on the show with me tomorrow. It's going to be, that's going to be a pretty heavy conversation, but I think you guys are going to be really encouraged by what she says. And just taking, she, we're going to talk about some legislation that was signed into law in Oklahoma that went into effect on July 1st. Uh, Senate Bill 658, it bans masks and COVID-19 mandates for schools and universities. This can actually happen where you guys are. So come on out tomorrow and listen to that interview with Liza. You will not be sorry. Also, when you hear something that's encouraging or you go, oh man, I wish other people knew that, please share the podcast. It's important for us that this podcast gets out to as many people as it can. You know that social media has very much limited my reach. I'm out of Facebook jail, by the way. And uh, we're coming up now into the third quarter of me running for the House of Representatives. And I got out just in time to give a little shout out to everybody about my run for Congress. And so that was encouraging. So I just wanted to let you guys know that we appreciate you. If you've never left a review for the show, I would love for you guys to do that. You can do it at iTunes or anywhere that you find these podcasts at. All right. I want to read a question 
that came in from a listener. And honestly, you guys, I'm getting these questions, you know, more and more and more. I've talked about the libraries before. And in fact, I wrote about them. I have been going to library meetings here. Why do we have drag queens in our libraries? Oh, because the libraries are wicked. That's why. And this mom wrote in to me and she said, Heidi, first, thank you for inspiring me every day. I appreciate you. Recently, I visited my local library with my three young children. I'm going to stop right there. As a mother and someone who raised my children going to the library and someone who was raised to love the library. We learned about the Dewey Decimal System in school. You know, I was the girl who was like fascinated by the card catalog and you know, kind of wondered, I wonder if I'd want to be a librarian. I'm so glad I did not choose that line of work. But libraries are no longer places for your children as a general rule. If you're frustrated with what's happening in the culture right now, I promise you the library is going to make it worse. So she goes on to say, on the children's table in the children's room, they had many books displayed for Pride Month. They had coloring pages. One in particular had an outline of a family with the words proud trans family displayed across the top. My seven-year-old picked it up and brought it to the librarian to ask what trans meant. I was livid. It is not the library's job to determine when my child is mature enough to have this conversation. I decided to get off the bench. I wrote a letter to the board and told the trustees to have a meeting scheduled with them soon to plead my case of why this is so inappropriate. I would appreciate words of wisdom if you have any points for what I, uh, points I should make or what I should say. All right. So a couple of things. First of all, you have to understand who you're up against. The libraries are woke now. And I don't know when the librarians got woke, but if you guys, we know what image comes to mind when you think of the word librarian, you know, for most people, it's a conservative person. And if we're honest, almost always a woman. And by conservative, I don't necessarily mean politics or ideology. I just mean somebody who had a conservative sensibility, a temperament that valued tradition. You know, they want you to be quiet in the library and everything had to be a certain way. And that made sense. I found an awesome article, by the way, on ricochet.com. And I'll, I'm going to quote from some of it today because this, this article was written in 2019. I started talking about this back in 2017. And uh, this person talks about what they think of when they think of the word librarian, and that's what they think of. Somebody who is conservative in ideology, um, a sensibility, a temperament, which includes a certain respect for tradition and decorum. And that makes sense, this author said, for those who are charged with preserving and providing access to a significant portion of our cultural heritage. In recent years, however, the image is fading fast. A couple of weeks ago, remember, this is 2019. A couple of weeks ago, the American Library Association, the ALA, held its annual conference, and it was a cornucopia of leftism and the stupidest aspects of today's identity politics, according to this July 10th, 2019 article by Joy Pullman at The Federalist. The leftist bent of the conference also clearly shows at the ALA's review of said conference. The ALA seems to be entirely on board and supportive of every aspect of the LGBT agenda, including, regrettably, what I call their war on childhood. The conference involved many workshops, including creating queer inclusive elementary school library programming, quote, telling stories, expanding boundaries, drag queen story times in libraries, end quote, and, quote, a children's room to choose, encouraging gender identity and expression in schools and public libraries. And of course, these sort of endeavors are to be encouraged and undertaken by librarians and school teachers, regardless of what the parents think. As per the workshop, quote, are you going to tell my parents 
the minor's right to privacy in the library. Now, what I want you guys to understand, I mean, these guys believe in white fragility. They believe in white supremacy. It's bananas. It's super bananas what's happening. And actually, it's wicked. I shouldn't even say it's bananas. It's gross what's happening in our libraries right now. I don't take my kids anymore. I tore up my library card several years ago when I realized that these people are not interested in protecting my children. They're interested in indoctrinating them because they are a useful arm of the public school system. Now, in case you're wondering if this has gotten any better since 2019, no, it's actually gotten worse. I, I just got online to look at the ALA's annual 2021 virtual convention because the Rona might get ya. They had a virtual convention and their virtual convention, these are just some of the the workshops that are being offered right now, or they were offered, sorry, in June. So this, this happened June 23rd through 29th. So it just got over. These are some of their live education sessions. Are you ready? June 24th on Thursday from 11 to 12, take up the challenge, an actionable, actionable and accountable racial justice program. On June 24th at 12.15, COVID's uneven impact on community. I would really like to know what the hap- what does that have to do with the library? Anything? Uh, I, I just, I want to read Lyle the Crocodile in the library. I want to go and just not be lectured by your woke librarians and your ridiculous system that uh, my tax dollars go to support. Thursday, June 24th at 2.15, library services to the justice involved discussion. Thursday, June 24th at 3.30, intellectual freedom is meaningless without social justice. Friday, June 25th at 11.15, brave conversations, kids club for social justice. Garbage. This is garbage. Garbage. And this is your library. Saturday, June 26th, what's in a name? LGBTQ plus, because you guys know the plus now includes pedophilia, right? Are we all tracking now? And Latinx perspectives on access terminology, challenges, and solutions. What, what pray tell, is access terminology? Oh, oh, I know. We're stealing the language. So your the bathrooms at your libraries are not safe places for your children unless they don't mind sharing the bathroom with anyone who thinks he's any gender for any reason at any time. And this is actually what your libraries are doing. And this is the tip of the iceberg. It's absolutely the tip because this has been happening for quite a while. This article goes on to say, this was, remember the 2019 article. Um, It seems that the ALA has been moving to the left for several decades now. I first became aware of this shortly after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. In the intermediate aftermath of those attacks, the Congress passed and President Bush signed into law what was supposed to be called the Patriot Act, the purpose of which was to strengthen national security. Specifically, the American Library Association opposed Section 215 of that law, which provided for the collection of, quote, business records as per this fact sheet prepared by a group in support of the law. To be fair, there were legitimate concerns regarding this provision of the law, and the Congress eventually allowed Section 215 to expire. That said, the ALA's reaction to the law was hysterical and went beyond criticism to willful disobedience of the law via purposeful destruction of records they thought pertinent to the law. So these guys are political activists. That's what you need to know about the library. The books that they promote, the ideologies that they perpetrate, 
it's not it's not the library that you grew up with. I'll just say that. The article goes on to say about the same time librarians were in the news for another issue. At some point 20 or so years ago, libraries began to connect to the internet and provide computer terminals for their patrons. This is all well good. However, Hardcore pornography was and still is readily available and accessible on the internet. Although filtering systems exist to deny access to the porn, the American Library Association and librarians across the country have refused and continue to refuse to provide these filters on the basis of the First Amendment, despite the fact that the computers are regularly used for the viewing of hardcore pornography. The American, so this is what I've been telling people. Build your own libraries. The American Library Association is corrupt to its core. They are nothing more than a political organization at this point that happens to have some books on shelves. That's pretty much it. If you read about the American Library Association, this guy wrote in and he said that he had gone through a Melville Dewey's biography on Wikipedia. He said one has to read a lot between the lines to see that he was one of the big leftist progressives of his day. This is the guy who, of course, founded the Dewey Decimal System. Of course, if one already knew the history, it seems pretty well scrubbed of the fact of what he was. Now the left is eating its own and he gets rejected along with many others. For his time, Melville Dewey was woke, but that guy's not woke today. They're embarrassed by him because he's just not woke enough. So actually, if you want to ask the question, when did librarians get woke? The answer is going to have to be they were woke from their beginning. It's just that we didn't know it. Because like most people of their day, such as Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, the racist founder of Planned Parenthood, uh, the progressive racism uh, was not just casual. It was vitriolic. And now we see that the libraries have jumped on board with all this crazy stuff. So there you have it. I don't go to the library anymore. I am disgusted by what they are doing. In many situations, parents will go to these librarians and they'll say, hey, could you please put a little sticker on the binding of this book so that I know that that child, my child of who picks up that cute little cartoon book is really reading a book on transgenderism or really reading a book about how homosexuality is awesome or really reading a book about feminism, such as feminist baby, you know, I mean, that one's obviously feminist, but do you see what I'm saying? Basically, the library says, no, they will definitely mark your book, though, if it's a Christian book. You're going to get a little cross on the on the binding of that book so that we can warn the parents, this is a faith-based book, but they won't do it to indoctrinate your children about basic human biology. This is a corrupt organization, and I know that a lot of you listening to this love your libraries, and I keep saying maybe we, it's time for private libraries. The American Library Association is just, as far as I'm concerned, it's beyond repair. And uh, I've been talking about this for a long time. The drag queen story hours, the drag queens that are there, they want to do this. So people keep saying, well, our libraries don't really want. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And if you if you read what people are saying about what's going on in the libraries and you understand where the libraries came from and the, their extensive background, it's easier to understand how the libraries got to where they are now. And the fact of the matter is leftists ruin everything they touch. That's true. Uh, they're ruining the libraries and they have been, for, they ruined the school system. So when when the library starts talking about, you know, a white fragility and promoting Black Lives Matter and talking about how trans families are normal, it's not normal. It's not, the emperor has no clue. Can we just stop saying that this is normal? It's not normal. And what's happening to our kids in the name of being woke is an is an egregious sin against these children. And I hold people like, 
the American Library Association accountable for that. So my solution, my idea, I guess, for you, for those of you who keep writing in and asking me about the library, start start your own. We have a lending library here at the Homeschool Resource Center. And for years and years at the Homeschool Co-op, you know, a lot of you, especially you homeschoolers, and you know who you are, you have a lot of books, right? Um, why can't we put, why can't we start making our own lending library? Certainly somebody, is there a church that has a room that we can start building our libraries you know, and then we don't have to we don't have to keep taking our kids to these places where the bathrooms are not safe for them and the librarians won't tell you even what's in the books that your kids are picking up. And they're laying this stuff out for your kids to see them, by the way. They're putting them out there. And it and it does make me sad because the library is one of my very favorite places to go, especially when my kids were younger and I was the mom who took the big wagon and I probably paid, you know, ten thousand dollars in library fines over the years. <laughs> it's probably true. Uh, but I don't go anymore. So the American Library Association, bye-bye. You're on my list. Yeah, I canceled you. Uh, I canceled the American Library Association before canceling. It was cool. So uh, that's something for you guys to be aware of. Also in the news, if you haven't heard this, Disney has now removed the phrase, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from its park greeting so that they can be, quote, gender inclusive. So you guys remember when you come in, it says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know, and and, and dreamers of all ages, they do that before they do the evening show that we all used to love. Well, they don't do that anymore. And I hate that. You know, actually, I just, I don't, I don't do Disney anymore. Stop giving them your money. They don't deserve your money. They are doing what the American Library Association is doing, and they are upside down and backward. And eventually, this is going to backfire. And until it backfires, we're just going to have to watch the magic drain from Disney with every single passing day. This is an upside down world that we're living in. And you guys should be supporting things like the Creation Museum and Answers in Genesis, uh, the Ark Encounter. These are actually things that are life-giving and are good for your kids. And I want to just encourage you toward going to places that are actually good for your children. It's never been more important than it is right now. Also, interesting article that that I read yesterday. Kirstie Alley, you guys know her from the show Cheers, right? This was everybody's favorite show when I was growing up. She's been warning that Hollywood is putting society on a path to accept pedophilia and is warning parents, protect your children. This is why I keep telling you guys, get your children out of public school. Get them away from the libraries. The war on children, this is the real war. It's on our children. And it's being waged at the schools. It's being waged in your public library. It's being waged at Disney. It's be everywhere that you could possibly imagine. Blue's Clues at a Pride Parade. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but the flags that were flying inside that thing, some of them had were flying the flag of pedophilia. And this is what Kirstie Alley is trying to say. And of course, the left is screaming, yell at her. Uh, but she wrote, she, this is what she wrote on Twitter. She said, I was watching TV and we've gone way too far in my opinion. I feel sorry for our children. Their exposure to everything perverse on every kind of screen is mind boggling and even more tragic. It's being hyped as normal. No other generation has had such easy access to the underbelly of humanity. So many screens and chronic bombardment of images and concepts. Our current society would have been praising Caligula and she's not wrong about that. Protect your children. Then she wrote, I'm kind of on a roll, but my heart's heavy with all the eat that's being crammed down our kids' throats. A, quote, moral code is not old-fashioned. Morals are simply guidelines for better survival. Explicit sexual, quote, education and, quote, select ideals being forced on kids is not better survival. So I would disagree with her about 
why she has come to that conclusion, but I agree with her conclusion. And she finished up by saying people are becoming so, quote, open-minded that down the road, they will just support pedophilia as just loving children. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. It's the direction this insanity is heading, and you can okay boomer me all you want, but this is where we will veer unless we change. She's right. We're in terrible trouble. Nickelodeon, I told you a moment ago, had a Blue's Clues teaming up with drag queen Nina West. I don't know if you guys saw that celebrating Pride Month. Whoa, I'm so glad we're out of Pride Month. And they featured a cartoon version of the drag queen singing about all types of family arrangements, transgender, gay, supposed non-binary parents and children. This is garbage. Turn off Nickelodeon. Get rid of Disney. Pull your kids out of school. This, the real war that's happening right now is the war on children. And if we care, and I, I'm going to keep asking the question, who cares about our children? Who is going to defend our children? And if we don't do it, I promise you, it will not be done. God's people really should be at the front of this. We should be the ones who are screaming and yelling and saying, absolutely not, not on our watch, no more, we're done. That's what needs to happen. And it matters. It matters. That's all the time I have today, you guys. I'm going to link back to some of these articles in the show notes today, uh, including an article from 2021 that said that a librarian was fired for defending libraries' historic neutrality against the American Libraries Association's social dictates. So this just came out. This is fascinating to me because there's more people now talking about this than were ever talking about before, but Megan Fox wrote this particular article and it said, occasionally librarians reach out to me because my first book, quote, shut up the bizarre war that one public library waged against the first amendment derailed my writing partners and my extremely entertaining three-year fight with the Orland public library that was overtaken by far left radicals who insisted that men had the right to sexually satiate themselves in public using publicly funded computers. The fight was epic and it ended ended in a windfall lawsuit that went our way. It doesn't happen very often. But besides the criminal element of the story, the underlying thread we unraveled was that the social justice dogma they demanded and the bastardization of our First Amendment was coming from the American Library Association that runs libraries and crushes dissenters with an iron fist. Stop supporting these libraries. Get your children a a library of their own. And you guys can work together to do that. The American Library Association is corrupt. I appreciate you guys listening today. And if you've got a question or a topic you want me to address, please go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. We would love to hear from you. And I hope to see a whole bunch of you this weekend in Chattanooga at Calvary Chapel. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.